You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're going to get to the Bills and the Chiefs coming up in a couple moments. The game of the weekend in the NFL. And then a Super Bowl MVP. And I don't know how much longer I keep doing that shtick for, even though it makes me laugh every time. Uh, best bets an hour from now. Jason Lockhanfora, Odyssey NFL Insider, coming up next hour. We'll also fill out the rest of our playoff bracket next hour and try and figure out, hey, if this is the matchup on Championship Sunday, what would we want to bet? I think we're going to have really strong opinions on some of the matchups uh, next weekend. And I'll say, and I've said it all week on the show, I think these games this weekend are really tough. I don't really know if the decisions next weekend are going to be that tough. We'll talk about that coming up next hour here on the show. So Bills and Chiefs coming up in a moment, then Super Bowl MVP market. But right now, Ken, a little bit more on the Lions and the Buccaneers. And we went to break and you were saying, you know, the total keeps getting bet up. But maybe a little bit of a caveat emptor, right, which is Latin for, I don't even know if I pronounced it correctly. Emptor. Uh, I, I was just going to say, I was like, which, which yeah. one is it? Caveat emptor. Let the buyer beware. So maybe let the buyer beware here if you like the over coming up in the game. Uh, finished 20 to 6 Detroit when these two teams played in Tampa um, back in October. And we've seen some, uh, by the way, I, I like the over in the game, so buyer doesn't beware. Uh, and movements right. in the point yeah. spread so, towards just saying. Buyer actually like just buys. Actually, the buyer yeah, just buys. Just, That's actually what Just buy. Do, yeah. Just right. buy. Also, shout out to inflation. Uh, Detroit bet down to a six point favorite. Thoughts on that move in the betting market, Ken, with Tampa drawing interest as we approach kickoff coming up tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, it's just worth noting that last week before we saw Tampa and Philadelphia, uh, and I think even before we saw the Detroit Rams game, like the the look-ahead market for this game was six, and you and I even talked about it on last week's show. I said I thought that was the right number. You were like six and a half, and now we're kind of like between the two numbers. So this isn't like a seismic move or anything like that. Uh, Why might people be interested in Tampa in the game? I think it might just be like an expectation that the Lions, it's not that the Lions aren't going to win the game or even that people betting Tampa don't think the Lions are likely to win the game. Just we use this term all the time and I, you hear it everywhere, like win a game by margin, which is obviously what like a large point spread implies. It's what the Niners Packers point spread implies. Like it's not, oh, I really like the Niners in the game. It's like, no, no, like what percent of the time do you think they're going to win by like 17? Like that's what it's going to take or 14 in order to cover this number. It's the same thing with the Lions and their coach, Dan Campbell, for whatever it's worth, kind of has like an all or nothing fourth down style, short yardage situations. Okay. Like one of those goes wrong. He's a crazy person. Also, he's a maniac. So it's like, so we'll see in in the (laughs) best, in the best possible way. Yeah. He's not great for the league. Right. He's great for the league. And it's fun for the team. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And like, to be fair, they won their division and they made the playoffs and they won a playoff game with them. So it's more, I know it's like, meanwhile, Mike McCarthy's at home. So it's just, you know, like maybe, maybe Dan Campbell's not that bad. Also like this all or nothing style, like, you, you brick one of these, you miss one of these, 
okay, you're not going to win by margin a lot in the game, kind of like the way this is going to go. Like you give up points to really go for the jugular. That's one way a team stays close. Here's another way a team stays close. The Lions, by all measurements, are one of, if not the worst defenses in the entire playoffs, especially their pass defense. Now, I think the Eagles would have something to say about that, but they're not in the tournament anymore. So like of the teams remaining, this is the worst pass defense and it's not close. And you know what really prevents you from winning by 14, 17, 20 points when the other team's trailing and they can do whatever they want on offense against you and they can compress the game, make it a one score game late. So just the way it could play out, like let's say the Lions are super physical, they come out with a great game plan, Ben Johnson designs, you know, scripts the first sequence and like they come out and score a lot of points. This is similar to what they did against the Rams and okay. Like you build a lead in the game, you're up 20 to six. Maybe that was the score of the first game. You're up, you know, 21, 10. All right. Like I know this sounds insane. And if I said this a year ago, you would laugh and you should have laughed. Baker Mayfield and the Tampa passing offense is no joke. They have more explosive plays than any team in the league in the passing game. They, they have the ability to compress this game. If that happens against a really miserable lions defense. So I'm not saying like, I don't think Tampa's going to front run this game. I don't think they're going to be more physical, but like it can get dicey late and it can happen because of kind of how the lions coach and how they play and their biggest weakness happens to be something that Tampa's really good at. And look, that's a credit obviously to Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and even some of the ancillary pass catchers on Tampa, Kate Otten, uh, Trey Palmer, Moore, Tompkins, etc. Also, their offensive coordinator, Dave Canales, is just a name for football fans to know if you don't already. You know, Ben Johnson gets a ton of attention for the Lions. He's awesome. Bobby Slowick, the Texans' young hotshot offensive coordinator. He's awesome. Dave Canales is really good, too. Done a great job this year with Baker Mayfield and this Tampa Bay Buccaneers passing offense. Just remember that name moving forward. I feel like it was like Fort Minor. Remember the name, Dave Canales. Um, anyway, uh, Bills and the Chiefs coming up next to wrap up the weekend. The main event of the weekend, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Allow me to be the 900th person this week to tell you that Patrick Mahomes has never played a true road playoff game in his career. And yes, we know that the Super Bowl is a neutral site game. This is the first true road playoff game of Mahomes' career again. I am now the 991st person to tell you that this week. Uh, so rivalry renewed. These two teams have played twice in the playoffs over the last couple of years. Kansas City winning both, including the electric 42-36 a hashtag 13 seconds game a couple years ago in the divisional round. Still can't believe the Buffalo Bills lost that game. Um, a lot going on here, injury-wise, for Buffalo. It's a little cumbersome, so I'll just I'll, I'll I'll name some names here and what's happening here, and then Ken can tell you how this is impacting the side and total market, if if at all. So Stephon Diggs is good to go. Practice in a limited fashion on Friday. Diggs is off the injury report. Gabe Davis is not going to play in this game for Buffalo. So Buffalo will be without the guy who had like 9 million receiving yards in that 42-36 epic game a couple years ago. This is where it gets a little iffy for the Bills on the defensive side of the ball, where, if you remember, at the end of the Bills game against the Steelers on Monday, they're playing with like third and fourth stringers all over the back seven of this defense. So cornerback Christian Benford is out in this game for the Buffalo Bills. Safety Taylor Rapp is out. Terrell Bernard, linebacker, is is questionable for this game. Uh, Terrell Dodson, we think he's going to be good to go. We'll see tomorrow. Cornerback Rasul Douglas is questionable. Cornerback Teron Johnson is questionable. Now, you out there listening, you might not know who these guys are. These are starters on the Bills' defense that all might miss, potentially, coming up tomorrow against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs offense. So I wanted to provide that context here, Ken. What do we got here, side in total, Bills and Chiefs tomorrow in Western New York? 
Well, it's, it's the same conversation that you and I have had for a while, which is the betting market so far. Now, you mentioned a lot of gay names there. You also mentioned a lot of questionables. So for what it's worth, like these guys could play. It doesn't have to be bad. It's just it's going to be either a little bad or a lot bad. Those are basically your two options. Great is not a word you're going to apply to the Buffalo Bills injury report tomorrow when the actives and inactives come out. Little bad or a lot bad. Uh, the betting market has been indifferent so far. And I think if you got like cluster defensive injuries where six guys, six starters are going to miss the game, I, I think you would have to see movement in the betting market at that point. That would make me want to bet the Chiefs. I don't know about anybody else. And if it makes me want to bet something, it's probably going to make somebody else want to bet something as well. But so far, nothing really happening in the betting market for the game. The Bills have been two and a half point favorites the entire week. Now, the price you have to pay on two and a half has changed a little bit. They've gotten bet a little bit. It's never really gone to three since a week ago. And every time it got to three a week ago, it got bet immediately. So people took the Chiefs plus three. That was a long time ago. It's only really been two and a half the entire week. The total in the game, and I think people will remember uh, the the Bill Steelers game, you know, moved because of inclement weather. The weather's still not great. I think a lot of people saw the story that the Bills were recruiting people to come shovel snow, clear out the seats so they could have a place to sit. For what it's worth, they did that again for this game. Needed people to come shovel out the stadium, but it's supposed to be like in, again. It's, it's a very cold area of the country anyway. It's going to be like 20 degrees. It's going to be really cold. It's not going to be like Kansas City on Saturday night last week, negative temperatures. And the wind is mild for that part of the country for that time of year. So it's still going to be wintry conditions, but I don't think you have to worry about Honestly, what everybody was worried about in the Steelers game, the reason they moved the game, something that could cause like a state of emergency, kind of a weather. So that's not going to be the game tomorrow, like a traditional cold weather outdoor game. Um, the total in the game has stayed 45 and a half the entire week. This, this is one of those games where we did the, I did the joke like Texans Ravens. Like, hey, this is going to be a divisional game. Like, no, it's not. You're crazy. Bucks Lions. Like, they, you know, they, for what it's worth, this is a rematch game of a regular season game. The Bills won. Uh, there was a controversial call on a lateral by Travis Kelsey at the end of the game, causing Patrick Mahomes to want to like murder NFL referees on the sideline after the game and then have to be like restrained and then tell Josh Allen about it at midfield, which was kind which of was rich for Patrick Mahomes who gets Mahomes, every right. call and he's the best player. But I mean, come yeah. on, like that was a little ridiculous. Right. So, hey, this is the, but the, this is one of those things where it's like if I told you during that game, like, hey, this is going to be a divisional You'd be like, yeah, it's going to be a divisional game weirdo like don't say stuff. i would have been like no it's not going to be a divisional it's going to be championship sunday that would have been my beef with that (laughs) yes it will be a playoff they they will run into each other at some point almost seems like by nfl rule they have to play each other in the playoffs so look like insanely interesting game so far i feel like not an insanely interesting betting market bills by less than a field goal 45 and a half it's been the same for six days i got if this were like professional wrestling which it's not Josh Allen would have hit Patrick Mahomes with the steel chair when he turned around after what Mahomes <laughs> did after that game. It's like that Bills finally call. beat yeah, the like Chiefs. Such a bad was, call. Like, oh, oh okay. man, like can't can't make that call. You didn't basically say like you didn't deserve to win the game. Right. And, and Josh Allen's just like, dude, like I mean, you haven't beaten our brains in enough, man. You can't just like let right. me have this one in like week hey, eleven like, of win. the regular season. Like hey, God like, Almighty, game. or whatever it was. Yeah. All right, uh, and that is your. Uh, Side and total, line movement and analysis for Divisional Weekend and the NFL. We're back on the air tomorrow because we're always on. Uh, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern with Countdown to Kickoff. More detailed analysis of the Lions and the Bucks, And, of course, the Bills and the Chiefs. We don't have a ton of time left this hour here, Countdown to Kickoff, with Nick and Ken on the BetQL Network. So we'll carry this over to start next hour. We'll also kind of, like, play the bracket out and figure out what we would want to bet coming up on Championship Sunday next weekend. But let's at least start it here, Ken, 
And I can read some of the prices on how to bet Super Bowl MVP right now. And it's a market offered by a lot of sports books, including our show sponsor, the king of sports books, BetMGM. Uh, Lamar Jackson, they're the king, uh, and a benevolent king. Uh, Lamar Jackson is the favorite to be named Super Bowl MVP right now, plus 325. Brock Purdy, plus 375. Makes sense, right? The, the quarterbacks of the teams most likely to get to the Super Bowl. Josh Allen is at 6-1. to one. Patrick Mahomes, 7. Christian McCaffrey, plus 750. Jared Goff, 11. And then we get for like 30s, like Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud, Baker Mayfield. And Depot Samuel is at 30-1. to one. Ken, any like uh, opening thoughts here? And then we'll do a deeper dive to start hour number two. Yeah, I mean, I think just a good way to think about it is uh, if you want to take more risk with most of these teams. So what you'll notice is the price for the quarterback of the team is going to be a better price. You get more money if they win than if the team wins the Super Bowl, right? So, you know, the Bills are five and Josh Allen's six and the Ravens are less than three and Lamar's 325, stuff like that. So it's just, I always kind of think step one of this is just, do you want, do you have a strong opinion about who you think is going to win the Super Bowl? And do you want to take a little bit more risk? Because they could get to the game, and here's a guy with two interceptions, and, and someone else wins instead. So it's a, the market's not broken. It's not wrong. It's just like a riskier way to play a team. Like. Uh, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are both at seven, which I think is, is very interesting. No risk Hour there. one done. Right. Hour <laughs> one done. Hour two for you. Coming up on the other side, JLC will join us. We'll fill out our bracket. More Super Bowl MVP and best bets to close the show. And thy royal prop game. 